नाउ द चैप्टर नंबर टेन देडिंग इज द चोलर एल्कली इंडस्ट्री दिस चैप्टर हैज बीन टेकन फ्रॉम द बुक कॉन्साइज इनऑर्गेनिक केमिस्ट्री रिटर्न बाई जे डी ली इट इज द फिफ्थ एडिशन लेट्स स्टार्ट द चोलर एल्कली इंडस्ट्री इंक्लूड्स द प्रोडक्शन ऑफ थ्री मेन केमिकल्स सोडियम हाइड्रोक्साइड समटाइम्स कॉल्ड कॉस्टिक सोडा क्लोरिन एंड सोडियम कार्बोनेट समटाइम्स कॉल्ड सोडा एश ऑल थ्री केमिकल्स आर मेड फ्रॉम सोडियम क्लोराइड NaOH and Cl2 are produced simultaneously by the electrolysis of an aqueous solution of NaCl. NaOH is the most important alkali used in industry and Cl2 is also an extremely important industrial chemical. Sodium carbonate is included with the other two chemicals for two reasons. First, because in many applications such as making paper, soap and detergent, it can be used interchangeably with sodium hydroxide. And second reason, because Na2CO3 can quite easily be converted into NaOH or vice versa using the lime caustic soda process in this process the reaction is reversible and depending on the relative demands and cost of sodium carbonate and sodium hydroxide it may be used in either direction Before the year 1955 Na2CO3 are used very extensively for water softening as it prevented the formation of scum when using soap in hard water The soap is discussed under organic and organic metallic compounds in the previous chapter number 9 and hard water is discussed in the next chapter number 11 thus before the year 1955 it was economic to make na2co3 that means sodium carbonate from naoh that means sodium hydroxide or caustic soda More recently the use of soap has declined as detergents have become more widely used and with this the demand for Na2CO3 has declined Nowadays the reverse reaction is carried out on a limited scale converting Na2CO3 to NaOH The reaction is Na2CO3 plus CaOH whole twice or will be converted to CaCO3 plus to NaOH all three chemicals are 
classed as heavy inorganic chemicals because of the very large tonnage involved a list of the chemicals produced in the largest quantities is shown in a table in this book now the subheading is leblanc process l e b l a n c leblanc process c w c l e discovered chlorine in the year 1774 by oxidizing hydrochloric acid with manganese dioxide the equation 4hcl plus mno2 converted to 2cl2 plus mn2 plus plus 2h2o he also described the bleaching properties of chlorine and these eventually led to demand for both chlorine and sodium hydroxide on an industrial scale for use in the textile industry at that time there was no chemical industry so people had to make their own chemicals the first problem was to make the hcl this was produced by the leblanc process though the process is now obsolete it warrants description because it was the first large scale industrial process in europe it lasted for most of the 19th century and it illustrates the need to consider what raw materials are needed how they can be obtained and the commercial need to sell everything produced the equation is nacl plus concentrate h2 so4 in in the presence of heat will be converted to NaHSO4 plus HCl again NaHSO4 plus NaCl in the presence of heat will be converted to Na2SO4 plus HCl the HCl was then oxidized to give Cl2 the equation HCl plus MnO2 will be converted to Cl2 plus Mn2 plus the Na2SO4 was used either to make glass or to make Na2CO3 and NaOH the equation Na2SO4 plus C plus CaCO3 will be converted to Na2CO3 plus CaSO4 Na2CO3 plus CaOH twice will be converted to NaOH plus CaCO3 In this process the chemicals used are H2SO4 NaCl CaCO3 and C that is carbon and the products are NaOH and Cl2 and to a lesser extent Na2SO4 the raw materials were obtained that means S or FeS2 plus O2 will be converted to SO2 and again it will be converted to SO3 and finally it will be converted to H2SO4 NaCl from mining or extracted as brine solution 
CaCO3 mined as limestone the CaCO3 in the presence of heat will be converted to CaO and it is in presence of water will be converted to CaOH twice now the subheading weldon and decon processes w w e l d o n weldon and d e a c o n decon process the lablanc process used mno2 to oxidize the acl but the mncl2 formed was wasted the weldon process in the year 1866 recycled the mncl2 and was therefore cheaper in the decon process which is in the year of 1868 air was used to oxidize the acl instead of using mno2 a gas phase reaction was performed between acl and air on the surface of bricks soaked in a solution of cucl2 which acted as a catalyst the reaction is reversible and a conversion of about 65% is possible and for acl plus o2 at 440 degrees centigrade in the presence of the catalyst cucl2 will be converted to cl2 plus h2o plus heat nowadays about 90% of the world supply of chlorine comes from the electrolysis of an aqueous solution of sodium chloride most of the remainder is produced by the electrolysis of molten nacl in the production of sodium metal electrolysis of aqueous kcl in the production of koh and electrolysis of molten mgcl2 in the extraction of magnesium metal however a small amount is made by the oxidation of acl with air in a slightly modified decon process This started in the year 1960 and uses a didymium promoted catalyst of DN2O3 and CuCl2 at a slightly lower temperature of 400 degrees centigrade. Didymium is an old name and means twin. It was once thought to be an element but was later resolved into two lanthanides element praseodymium and neodymium The catalyst is a finely powdered mixture of solids which flows like a liquid and this is termed as fluidized bed Now the subheading is electrolytic processes. 
Electrolysis of brine was first described in the year 1800 by Swickshank but it was not until the year 1834 that Faraday put forward the law of electrolysis at that time electrolysis was strictly limited because primary batteries were the only source of electricity this changed in the year 1872 when grammy invented the dynamo the first commercial electrolytic plant was started in frankfurt in germany in the year 1891 where the cell was filled electrolyzed emptied then refilled and so on this is therefore a discontinuous or batch process clearly a cell which could run continuously and did not need emptying would produce more and cost less to operate many developments and patents attempting to exploit the commercial possibilities appeared over the next 20 years the first commercially operated plant to use a continuous diaphragm cells was probably that designed by lesur at ramford in mine in the year 1893 followed by the castner cell at saltville in virginia usa in the year 1896 the first in the uk was set up by hargreaves and bards in the year 1897 at runcorn in all of these and also in many modern diaphragm cells asbestos was used as the diaphragm to separate the anode and cathode compartments brine was constantly added and nh and cl2 was produced continuously about the same time castner and kelner developed and presented similar versions of the mercury cathode cell in the year 1897 their combined patents were used by the castner kelner alkali company also at runcon and also in the year 1897 the same two types of cell diaphragm and mercury cathode still remain in use the early electrolytic plants produced about 2 tons of chlorine per day but modern plants produce 1000 tons per day in the electrolysis of brine reactions occur at both the anode and the cathode that means in anode to cl minus will be converted to cl2 plus 2 electron in cathode na plus plus electron will be converted to na and 2 na plus 2 h2o will be converted to the 2 naoh plus h2o side reactions may also occur if the products mix 
इक्वेशन टू एन एच प्लस सी एल टू कन्वर्टेड टू एन एस सी एल प्लस एन एओ सी एल प्लस एच टू ओ और टू ओ एच माइनस प्लस सी एल टू इन बी कन्वर्टेड टू टू ओ सी एल माइनस दैट मीन्स हाइपोक्लोराइड प्लस एच टू एंड ऑल्सो एनदर रिएक्शन मे ऑकर टू ए स्मॉल एक्सटेंट एट द एनोड इक्वेशन फोर ओ एच माइनस विल कन्वर्ट टू ओ टू प्लस टू एच टू ओ प्लस फोर इलेक्ट्रॉन नाउ द सबिंग डायफ्राम सेल्स ए पोरस डायफ्राम्स ऑफ एजबेस्टर्स इज यूज टू कीप द एच टू एंड सी एल टू गैसेस प्रोड्यूस फ्रॉम द इलेक्ट्रॉन सेपरेटेड फ्रॉम वन एनदर इफ एच टू एंड सी एल टू गैसेस मिक्स दे रिएक्ट एंड द रिएक्शन मे बी एक्सप्लोसिव इन डे and more so in sunlight a photolytic reaction takes place which produces chlorine atoms this led to an explosive chain reaction with hydrogen the diaphragm also separates the anode and cathode compartments this reduces the chance that any oh produced in the cathode compartment can mix and react with cl2 produced in the anode compartment this reduces the chance of the side reaction producing sodium hypochlorite naocl however some sodium hydroxide or oh minus may diffuse into the other compartment and this is inhibited by maintaining the level of electrolytic higher in the anode compartment than in the cathode compartment so there is a small positive flow from the anode to the cathode compartment traces of dioxygen are produced in a side reaction this reacts with the carbon electrodes gradually destroying them and forming co2 there is considerable interest in using thin synthetic plastic membranes for a diaphragm instead of asbestos these membranes are made of a polymer called nafion supported on a teflon mesh nafion is a copolymer of tetrafluoroethylene and a parf fluoro sulfonyl ethoxy ether plastic membranes have a lower resistance than asbestos less than half the nacl is converted to naoh and a mixture of about 11% naoh and 16% nacl is usually obtained this solution is concentrated in a steam evaporator when a considerable amount of nacl crystallizes out giving a final solution containing 50% noh and 1% nacl it is important to note that noh made in this way always contains some nacl this may or may not matter depending on how the noh is to be used for most industrial purpose the product is sold as a solution as the cost of evaporating 
it to give the solid exist the increased cost of transporting the solution now the subheading is mercury cathode cell during the electrolysis of brine na plus ions migrate towards the cathode and when they get there the ions are discharged this na plus plus e will be converted to the sodium metal na metal if the cathode is made of mercury the any atoms produced dissolve in the mercury and form an amalgam or loose alloy the amalgam is pumped to a different compartment called the denuder where water trickles over lumps of graphite here acting as a inert solid the water and the na in the amalgam react and in this way pure naoh at 50% strength is obtained that means na in amalgam plus h2 will be converted to naoh plus half h2 plus hg the clean mercury is recycled back to the electrolysis tank originally the anodes were made of graphite but because traces of dioxygen are produced in a side reaction they become pitted owing to the formation of co2 the anodes are now made of steel coated with titanium titanium is very resistant to corrosion and this not only overcomes the problems of putting and forming co2 but also lowers the electrical resistance now the subheading is sodium carbonate world population of na2co3 in the year 1993 was 31.5 million tons and 49% of this was used in the glass industry smaller amounts are used to make various sodium phosphates and polyphosphates which are used for water softening and in wood pulp and paper making the increased awareness of the effect of acid rain on plants and building has led to a new use for na2co3 in treating the flu gases from coal and oil fired power stations to remove so2 and h2so4 this use may eventually account for a large tonnage of na2co3 the main producing countries are the usa that means almost 30% production soviet union 90% 19% china 8% west germany 5% japan 4% bulgaria 4% and poland 4% most of the na2co3 is produced synthetically by the solve 
process that means ammonia soda soda process however since prehistoric times a natural deposit called trona whose composition is na2co3 dot nacio3 dot 2h2o has been obtained from dried up lake beds in egypt large amounts are now mined particularly in the us and kenyas in the usa 9.9 million tons of na2co3 was used in 1993 about 6 million tons per year of na2co3 is made from trona trona is sometimes called sodium sesquicarbonate and this is converted to sodium carbonate by heating the equation is 2 first bracket na2co3 dot nacio3 dot 2h2o bracket close that means two molecules of trona in the presence of heat will be converted to 3 na2co3 plus co2 plus 5h2o in the description of the solar alkali industry it was mentioned that sodium carbonate that means soda ash can be used instead of naoh in applications such as making paper soap and detergents and that sodium carbonate can be used to make naoh by the lime caustic soda process however as naoh is at present cheap and plentiful not much sodium carbonate is used for this purposes with the increased use of detergents there was there has been a decline in the use of washing soda that means na2co3.10h2o for water softening now the surveying the solvay process that means ammonia soda process this has been many attempts to make na2co3 more cheaply than by the lablen process by using the overall reaction the equation is 2 nacl plus cso3 will be converted to nacio3 plus cacl2 the reaction was first studied by fresnel in the year 1811 and several commercial plants were built but was quickly abandoned because they failed to make a profit or they encountered technical problems such as corrosion of the plant contamination of the product and blocked pipe arnes solve was the first to operate a commercial plant successfully in belgium in the year 1869 The process is much more complicated than the overall equation implies and to make things worse the reaction is reversible and only 75% of the NaCl is converted the first stage in the process is to purify saturated brine and then reacts it with gaseous ammonia the ammoniated brine is then 
carbonated with CO2 forming NaHCO3. This is insoluble in the brine solution because of the common ion effect and so can be filtered off and on heating to 150 degree centigrade it decomposes to anhydrous Na2CO3 called light soda ash in industry because it is a fluffy solid with a low packing density of about 0.5 gram per cm cube. Next CO2 is stripped that means removed by heating the solution and the CO2 is reused. Then the NH3 is driving off by adding alkali that means a slurry of lime in water and the ammonia is reused. Lime that means CaO is obtained by heating limestone that means CaCO3 and this also provides the CO2 required. When lime is mixed with water it gives CaOH whole twice. The equations are in H3 plus H2O plus CO2 will be converted to NH4 HCO3 and second equation NaCl plus NH4HCO3 will be converted to NaHCO3 plus NH4Cl. Third equation to NaHCO3 in the presence of the heat at 150 degree centigrade will be converted to Na2CO3 plus CO2 plus H2O. Number fourth equation CaCO3 in lime clean at the heat of 1100 degree centigrade will be converted to CaO plus CO2. Number fifth equation CaO plus H2O will be converted to CaOH whole twice. And the final equation to NH4Cl plus CaOH whole twice will be converted to 2NH3 plus CaCl2 plus 2H2O. Thus the materials consumed are NaCl and CaCO3 and there is one useful product Na2CO3 and one byproduct CaCl2. There is little requirement for CaCl2 so only a little is recovered from solution and the rest is wasted. The largest use of Na2CO3 is for glass making and this requires heavy ash which is Na2CO3.H2O. To obtain this the light ash produced in the solve process that means which is anhydrous Na2CO3 is recrystallized with hot from hot water and with this this is the end of the chapter the polar alkali industry.